And hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Scoop. We're going to hit Flashback Friday with the Bad Bears interview. It was about nine months ago. I got to interview the founder of the project. His name's Tony and also my good friend Noah. And we talked about the origins of Bad Bear, how Bad Bear came about, how Bad Bear received its um, popularity. It's one of the most popular NFT projects that are still up and coming, in my opinion. Um, it's Granted, it's not like a Bored Apes level yet, but I definitely see it going there in the long term. Just see a lot of value with it. So we're going to get into it with, with that old interview. But first hydration you know the reasons that you hydrate are back-to-back zoom meetings going on a hot girl walk like hydration is an everyday thing it's not just for high energy athletic endeavors and liquid iv is the number one powered hydration brand in america and it's now sugar-free um years in the making hydration multiplier sugar-free uses a proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners Um, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink and eight different vitamins and nutrients for wellness so that being said uh, the link is in the show notes to get yours at 20 percent off and the promo code is also scoop s-c-o-o-p and yeah Go get go get your hydration on after you finish this episode, and then also the Motley Fool doing that real quick. But the Motley Fool has been great in terms of getting my news on stocks because the thing about your stock advice or your stock news is that we are in a time of unprecedented change, and the Motley Fool stock advisor you know, has been around to help navigate that terrain. And, you know, Motley Fool has been around for over 25 years and is spot on in recommendations uh, for some of the world's most important companies before they hit the big time. So they've, you know, talked about Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, and Starbucks all before they exploded in their value. And their easy-to-use, super-informative service, Stock Advisor, could help you join the ranks before they potentially find the next big thing. And their average stock recommendation is up 400% as of April 10th of this year. And there's no need to be intimidated by financial jargon or market complexities. Like the name suggests, you know, these guys don't take themselves too seriously. So their friendly and relaxed approach has helped over half a million people move closer to financial independence, all while beating the market and having fun. New members can access Stock Advisor for only $89 for their first year, a full $110 off the list price. So don't sit on the sidelines and think about what could have happened. Link is in the show notes. Offer code is, like I said, SCOOP, S-C-O-O-P, just like Liquid IV. That being said, guys, let's get after it.
pitch. It goes good. I'm happy with it. Um, welcome, guys, to another episode of the Weekly Scoop, uh, take two, of course. Uh, <laughs> so I am here with Tony of Bad Bears, and I'm here with Noah, uh, who's working on the Near Protocol uh, and, and working on some social media marketing for Bad Bears. Uh, so just a, a slight introduction, uh, if, if you guys want to go ahead, I really appreciate you coming on and, and just, uh, as, as we're here on a Sunday afternoon, uh, on a football Sunday, we're, we're dedicated to this. We're dedicated to web three. We love web three. And, uh, we're so excited to share the story here of bad bears and how it came to creation. So yeah, if you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick, I, uh, our audience would really appreciate that. Cool. What's up, guys? I'm Tony, a.k.a. Tolly.eth. I am the founder of Bad Bears. We are a series of three collections, three different NFT collections. We have Bad Bears, Bad Cubs, and Bee Friends, and they all work together. Um, we launched our Mint in January of this year and really have been through some insane stuff, really high highs. And really low lows. If you're a part of the community, you know, and part of you know the project, you know a lot of kind of what's uh, you know what's happening, and it's 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 a blast. You know, either way, you know, I don't, you know, I I kind of remember a phase of my life back in 2020. It was it was one of the hardest years of my life, um, and then towards the end of the year, I kind of looked back on everything and. And I noticed that that I had changed so much as a person. My confidence was completely just like sky high. I felt solid. I felt strong. And I was like, and I was like, you know what? If if this kind of struggle makes me into this kind of person, I want every year of my life to be this way. Every single year of my life, I want these really high highs and really low lows, mm-hmm. um, you know, to you know, to make me a better person and. Since then, it has absolutely been that way. You know, 2021 is when I, you know, I really dove in completely into crypto. I, uh, I, I've been, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, and I've had an agency, you know, a game design company, an e-commerce company. I, I was making a lot of money with e-commerce, and I dropped that completely to do uh, crypto and NFTs full time hmm. because it's got the perfect blend of tech design and and community you know like to have essentially like no barrier between you and your customer or your investor or your stakeholder is so valuable and it's so fun to have that so um you know i love i love you know waking up every day of the week you know monday through sunday you know building just like you guys are so um that's me in a nutshell it's fair. Um, yeah, if you if you guys keep track with uh, with Tony or Tolly.eth on uh, Twitter, you'll see he is, he's a psycho. He's one of those Monday guys, so he's, <laughs> he's fun like that. Um, but yeah, my name is uh, Noah. Uh, real name's Noah Major. Uh, my Web three stuff is No No the No No. Uh, I'm just going by No No in this interview or whatever. Um, I am doing some work with uh, the Near Protocol doing some community building and working with some NFT and DeFi projects, um, built on it. Um, and I do some, um, social media marketing for, for other products as well. 
not products, projects. Um, one of them, namely being Bad Bears, um, Tony is the founder of. So um, I get to help a little bit with their Instagram and yeah. 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 So um, I'm an investor in Web3. I'm a collector of Web3 things. Um, I'm 100% in the um, Web3 space and yeah, super, super excited for where it can go. So and it's nice to have you here, Nono, because, you know, I know that I'm, you know, I always, you know, I, I always do best with, you know, with the team around me, you know, whether it's, you know, building together, you know, selling together or, or uh, doing like an interview like this together. So it'll be really interesting to, uh, to chat about bad bears, you know, and all these collections from the perspective of both a team member and, and a holder. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Nono is an aspiring VC, um, a venture capitalist. Um, I am also the same. So hopefully, no, no, we can, hopefully one day we can, we can help produce, you know, a group that, that can invest in, you know, the future technology companies, uh, in the web three space. So, um, I'm excited for that relationship to, uh, to continue to grow. And then Tony, uh, with you as well, uh, just getting to know you better and getting to know your project better. And I'm excited to see, uh, where you guys grow and, and flourish too. Uh, and just getting to know your story today. So Tony, going over to you, what inspired you to get into crypto? Because you've talked about how you've been an entrepreneur and you've done like all these different types of businesses. Uh, and I know e-commerce was kind of your uh, specific uh, one where you've had a lot of success. Um, what got you into crypto and what got you into the space and what got you into Bad Bears and the creation of Bad Bears? And maybe just a little bit behind this beautiful like roadmap that you've created for yourself um, with this project. Yeah. I think at the core of it, you know, on a, on a very personal level, it's, it's nearly impossible for me to work on, on, on something that I don't care about, you know, and it's nearly impossible for me to be creative in an industry that doesn't have a lot of room for innovation. And so with crypto in particular, you know, on Ethereum with the smart contracts, uh, it's a, it's a, it's still a brand new space. Right. And so I saw that last year and I was like, you know what, there's, there's a lot that, that can be done here. You know, there's a lot of opportunity and it's the perfect blend you know, of, you know, of all my talents. I know how to work with the team. I know software, I know design, I know user experience. And, um, and yeah, so I just I just decided to you know to dive in and you know flex my you know my skills and my talents and and I built some really 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 solid relationships along the way, you know, with team members and you know community members and holders and all of that. Yeah, um, from a standpoint of like, why, like, what what kind of inspired you to do the bears and and the honey and like you know what what got you into just like this animal and like this because the artwork is is incredible by the way it's beautiful um did you did you create the artwork by chance or did have you like hired like other people for that just curious i can't draw i can't draw so no it's me neither me Uh, neither yeah but i can you know i can uh i can i can i can identify good design if i see it you know i just i just can't draw myself uh, absolutely i i found an artist uh this was last year 
to answer your question about like why bears, why do we choose that character? And it was, it was a, it was a hard decision. We were kind of like looking at a lot of different options. So last year, the first token that we ever launched uh, was called Mishka token, which, you know, so I'm Ukrainian, you know, in Ukrainian Mishka means bear. And we chose that because uh, we also coincidentally, three of the founders at the time, they had pets with the name Mishka for whatever reason. And so, and so we were like, okay, all right, you know, let's do it. You know? And so that's where that uh, came from. You know, when it came time to do the NFTs, we explored you know, all different kinds of animals, you know, different cats, leopards, tigers, um, you know, different variations of bears and all this stuff. And we eventually landed, you know, on bears. And, and it also kind of like plays into the meta of, uh, of the bears versus the bulls. You know, the bears, I feel like it is, it is um, probably more beneficial for somebody to be on the defense in in a financial market like crypto than it is mm -hmm. to be on the offense because there's there's so much unpredictability and so that's that's why we kind of like align us um, ourselves with the bear because a bear is usually i feel like a lot of people are bulls when they first you know like enter crypto especially you know like in a bull market but then they very quickly learn their lessons and they will probably transition into more of a bear. You know, that's not to say that we're not bullish on the space or bullish on the project or anything, but it is generally better to be um, a little bit more on the defense that is you know, on the offense. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree 100%. I think bear, you know, they, they had the saying that, you know, millionaires are made in the bear market. And to be honest with you, uh, so I first got into crypto off Dogecoin when mm -hmm. Dogecoin got the popularity and I made a lot of money mm -hmm. uh, and I was just like, oh shit, you know, like there's, there's something behind it. And when I say a lot of money to me, it was a lot of money at the time, but uh, it wouldn't be a lot of money to probably a lot of crypto investors uh, that have, have actually hit big numbers. Um, but that being said, you know, it got me interested in the technology and I work, you know, I, 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 for now I work for a tech company and I've always been intrigued by it, but you know, this bear market has, I, I'm honestly a huge fan of this bear market because it it's, mm -hmm. it's cycling out all the crap yeah. in the space in terms of bad NFT projects that are, you know, just funny, you know, PFPs or shit coins. Um, and, and, and those, those like meme stocks and like all these things like we're cycling out the crap to to build beautiful things in this market which people don't understand it's not just about the money like the finance bros want to care about the money aspect of crypto i'm big on the technology and that's what we kind of forget sometimes it's about the technology it's about the art it's about the liberation it's about the decentralization and we kind of we've lost touch with that, like when we when we just obsess over the money aspect and like it's it's, it's meant for something bigger than just a flip. And we're we're realizing that in the bear market. And that's why it's a beautiful building process. And, you know, I think Bad Bears um, is a is a is a great example of that. Um, so like when you first. Did you? So I guess one of my questions for you, Tony, is: Did you imagine it would get this big? 
uh, in terms of like this NFT project and what it's like scaled to and expanded to? Like, did you imagine it like the first night that you sat wherever you were at the time and you you thought of this idea and this like the grand scheme of themes? Did you honestly picture it getting to this level from the get go or did it just like you've kind of stumbled into some things and you're like, oh, shit, like I need to expand on this? Yeah, that's a really good question. Truthfully, I I think a big part of being an entrepreneur is is sticking it through the hard times because it is 100% inevitable that uh, that you're going to be hitting lows, you know, and and you know, a lot of people that were at my side, they fell away, you know, at the lows. They just couldn't make it through. They just couldn't. It was just just too much for them to handle or they got distracted by another shiny object. Right. Mm. And imagine if, uh, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know, Steve Jobs, I don't know, Jeff Bezos, they, they let the downtimes distract them. Right. You know, you know, bring them down or, you know, or they got distracted by some other exciting opportunity. Right. I think the value of sticking through things and, and believing in, what you're building is, is like really so underrated. And so, um, I had no idea whether we were going to be at where we're at, uh, with an award that we won, uh, with three collections, uh, with the amount of, of ETH, you know, transacted, you know, kind of value that we've done. Uh, I had no idea that that was going to happen. Uh, I did know that I was, you know, you know, I was going to see this all the way through completion and I don't even know what completion looks like. And I'm, I'm just going to keep building, you know, listening to the holders, to the customers and, you know, continuing to provide value there. Uh, that's awesome. You know, and uh, I guess like, uh, no, no, what got you set up with Tony and what kind of brought your relationship with Tony and how's how's working on the social media side of this? Yeah, man. So um, I would say, um, well, well, how I got connected with Tony, um, I am uh, very good friends with a mutual friend of his, like very, very good friends. Um, and it's fun because now I talk to Tony about as much as I talk to, you know, that friend. And so that's, that's really fun. Um, and yeah, uh, said friend was, um, I, I joke with him all the time. It took him way too long to connect me with Tony because uh, he says he's biased, you know, and he doesn't want to come at it from that angle. But I also respect, you know, both of them in their own realms, doing their own things and building things on their own and not being biased and not pushing people in certain directions because they could, you know, be big fans of each other sort of thing. So um, they're both killing it in their own way. Um, And yeah, so that's how I got connected with Tony. Um, Big fan. Um, I don't think it's any accident that, um, all three bad, bad bears, like, um, collective collections on OpenSea have done. I have here 874, um, Ethereum in total volume. So basically 875, um, like Ethereum, that's a, that's a ton. That's a ton for a non, like, um, super, super blue chip that we've seen proven time and time again. Um, and so I don't think it's an accident that it's done so well. Um, that's why I personally am a big holder of the product. Uh, not product. I guess it is a product project, big believer in the stuff. Um, I think that they attack 
like they won. I mean, they won, they won the interoperability award. I think that's huge. Um, and I think they really focus on functions that other, I guess, projects don't even look at. And so um, a really, really good UI UX is super, super important. Um, and so that's a big reason why I've kind of like tried to attach myself to the project. Um, and yeah, it's, it's honestly the project I've dug, I've dug the deepest with. Um, one of my good friends, Alan, the NFT guy, Alan Reyes, um, launched the Crypto Cannibals like last September. And so real, we are very tight and I've, you know, been pretty present in that community before. Um, it's, I'll say this though, even though that was like my first more involved one, I've never been more involved um, anywhere else. Um, you know, whether it's saying like, hey, you know, greetings, glad to have you here in the Discord. Hey, you know, great to see you here. You know, calling people from the community and just saying like, hey, I would look at this if I were you because yada, yada. It's like, one big family. So um, very, very invest in the actual community, not just, you know, win moon, win price, go crazy. Um, so that's a big reason why I'm in the bad bears. Big, big reason. So many, so many great people there. Um, I couldn't even tell you how many like free bears and cubs I've gotten from people. Also, sorry for the background noise. It's my brother's birthday today and they're about to go to like La Madeline. So, but I'm, I'm doing web three. Let's go, baby. Um, Happy and birthday. Then, uh, what else? Happy I guess. I guess social media stuff. I think the easiest thing about working with bad bears um, or like partnering with them for social media purposes, you can't really do marketing for a bad product, right? Like that's the hardest thing. Um, you can't continually do marketing for a product that's one, not just rock solid and two, that's not complex enough. So it's, it's complex. The bad bears are complex enough in a way that they are super valuable, um, like what they will do and where they are going, where they're headed. Um, they're not so complex that you can't explain them. And they're not so simple that you run out of stuff to talk about, if that makes sense. Like from a marketing standpoint, that is the best because if you attach yourself to a crappy project that has one selling point, you know, one pitching point, there's only so many things you can talk about. Um, and so having something that's like, Hey, every single time I turn over a new page, and look deeper for something, I'm pleasantly surprised instead of like frustrated with the amount of detail and work it's put in. So, um, yeah. And then the social media stuff as a whole, um, I guess I kind of started posting like <laughs> TikToks last September, last August about yeah. Web3 type stuff. Um, Cause that was, oh man, I got involved with specifically just Ethereum um, the January beforehand. And so I was like, hey, all this stuff is interesting. Um, and I'm more bullish on the app store side of Ethereum as in betting mm -hmm. on, I'm betting on the internet, um, more than I am on the <laughs> Ethereum token. And so that's why I think Ethereum's great. Ethereum projects are great, but I mean, I'm betting on the app store factor. Um, and so that's kind of how uh -huh. I started getting into the social media stuff. And so any, any project that I've been blessed to get to work with has been because I've been doing it for my stuff first and building like a small following across a few platforms. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I think social media and marketing as a whole, uh, I was talking to Jordan, the happy spender, I think it was like a month ago or so, uh, which shout out, no, no, uh, man's got all the connections. Uh, he, he has connected me with so many high quality guests, including you, Tony. Uh, so I'm, I'm very thankful to call you friend, no, no, because you've been such a pivotal piece to this I mean, this whole show, uh, you know, the success that I've had on this show uh, in the past like six months in terms of viewership uh, has to do with the guests and you're, you're a big piece. So first and foremost, thank you. Secondly, 
happy birthday to the younger brother. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope it's a good one and I hope you enjoy it as well. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, so social media marketing and marketing as a whole, I think is so crucial to Web3 pro- uh, projects. And Jordan, the happy spender, was telling me that too. It's a very underrated aspect in the Web3 space because you're right, a good, a good product can sell itself. But in order for it to sell, you have to give it exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm in sales and to be honest with you, I'm not a huge salesperson because uh, I'm in a collective group and uh, the guy that leads the collective group, he says, if you have to rely on sales, that means there's kind of a trust issue with the product or the service, which I never thought of it in that perspective. But uh, yeah, if you have to convince someone uh, to, to buy something, then yeah, they, they have skepticism where marketing is all about getting your product out there and then you let the consumer decide is it worth it or not so obviously your marketing has done so well uh in terms of the bad bear project and tony kind of pivoting to to you you know what what was the because marketing is telling a story what was the most pivotal piece to get bad bears to what it is now? Like what, what was the story that you were telling with this and, and kind of like what resonated with people the most or what feedback did you get uh, from, from starting this project in terms of the consumer and connecting with them? If that makes sense. Yeah. I think the thing with, with marketing in web three is, you know, it's, it's not a very, it's not a very pretty picture, you know, what I'm going to paint here. The reality is, is that because it's still such a new industry, the marketing standards and the tools really haven't been built and defined yet. And mm-hmm. so what really lifts projects off the ground is particularly, you know, in a bull market is, is hype and FOMO. Okay. Mm. Can you you elaborate uh, FOMO for any new time listeners? Yeah, FOMO means the fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. So in in a bull market, you've got so many opportunities to make money and you don't want to miss those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so when a friend tells you, hey, you have to buy this this token or this NFT because of these reasons, because the founder is based or because uh, there's rumors of this or because they have this kind of utility coming up where there's this kind of airdrop, whatever, uh, people are gonna jump in and not necessarily buy because it makes you know sense for them, but because they want to make money. You know, like I'm I'm running a a Twitter poll right now on my on my Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash totally underscore ETH. And the poll specifically asks what why are nfts valuable to you okay and out of all the votes over 50 percent have voted that investment is mm-hmm. the reason for it so there's I, I can attest that i put investment on there on that poll this morning so yeah exactly. yeah i put uh yeah. it's funny i put utility that was my thing and that's yeah. that's kind of what i've been building this um like kind of nft like coaching business that i'm still trying to kind of work out the uh the rust in uh for my personal just endeavors um, yeah. i put utility though so but yeah. uh continue as, 
Yeah. So as, as the market develops more over time, utility is going to be more important. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as it stands right now, people thinking and believing in the fact that they're going to make money off of something in the future is, is the number one driver right now. Okay. As, as everything matures and develops, there's going to be a lot more utility out there and an actual reason to hold an NFT. You know, so for example, um, if you were to buy a board ape right now, you're not buying that board ape to make money. You're, you're probably not gonna make as much money off of it as if you were to buy just a low cap, um, you know, NFT, because I mean, board apes are, I mean, six figures, you mm -hmm. know, it's very unlikely that it's it's going to do a 5x or a 10x. I mean, who knows? But, um, you know, compared to investing in a smaller project that has the potential, you know, to do 100x plus, um, that's like, that's kind of how people are thinking. But, you know, buying a board Ape, as it stands right now, you're actually buying the utility of it and the access to the network and the clout and that kind of thing. And so, you know, so as it stands right now, you know, I really do believe that that as the market matures, people are are going to be buying NFTs for the purpose of utility because it actually benefits them in some way, whether it's you know getting access to the community or or to an alpha group, um, you know, or the actual utility behind it um, itself. Like uh, like the bad bear stuff that we're going to be talking about here in a bit uh, with the honey, you know, and how that uh, can benefit holders and also benefit know, other projects, you know, as, as the market matures, I think the utility is going to be much more valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great, um, that's a, a, a great point that we're going to cross into actually right now. So, you know, you talk about utility and, and the importance of it. Hey, can I use the restroom real quick? <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> One second. Yeah, go for it. Um, can I jump in real quick, Coop, while he's doing that? Yeah, Thanks, absolutely. Um, super quick. So um, I think that, well, one, let me not take credit where credit is not due. Um, I didn't get to, I didn't, didn't get to start working with the Bad Bear social media side of things till like semi-recently, like yeah. my last 45, 60 days. So I'm not the reason they are where they are right now. Um, I just want to make sure that we are continuing to build out a strong IP. Um, yeah. I think I've, I think I've talked to this in our CCCC, 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 like Snapchat group, like, um, Instagram <laughs> is super underutilized, like super underutilized. And yeah. so these really strong projects that are just as strong on Twitter, um, or super strong on Twitter and maybe on TikTok as well, if they can also be strong on Instagram because Instagram Agreed. is, is, is more, I wouldn't say professional because Twitter's the most professional in the web three world, I would say, even though it's like unprofessional, it's fun mix there. Um, Instagram is, it gives a whole, like whole nother crowd access to you because people that are super active on Twitter probably aren't super active on Instagram. So um, Tony, I was saying real quick, um, I'm, I have only recently come on to marketing, you know, or social media stuff with the bad bears. I've not been, I've not been there on the, that side since day one. So your success is not due to me. I just want to help further optimize. Um, and two, the importance of marketing super quick, like what you're saying, um, projects can't just operate on a, Hey, if we build it, they'll come, um, basis. Like you said, reach, reach and audience is so important. 
um, because you could have the best product in the world. It just needs to get out there, right? I, I think of the two, the more important thing is building a fantastic project um, because word of, word of mouth um, and communities can work, um, but you definitely need to give it exposure too. So it's it's not one without the other. I definitely think there is a more important side, but there's got to be more to it than just we'll build it and they'll they'll show up. So that's my I think that I think that the you know the state of the market really kind of of reflects what's you know what's valuable because you can have a completely useless project um you know really get a lot of trade volume and you know and attention and have absolutely zero utility right and you know that's that uh you know that kind of points to the maturity of you know of the market itself so it is you know I do believe that it it is always better to to have an actual product with utility over just a hyped up you know vanity PFP, um, and I think over time as the market matures, that's going to be much more uh, you know prevalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. Um, of course, no, no, always, always humble, uh, always modest. You know, you're 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 helping progress bad bears and i think that's that's really cool to see um this guy man he's just he's just so humble has to acknowledge that the success isn't to him at all and it's just like i man you got a you got a good one right here that's all i'm gonna tell you tony uh he's a good one um i'm loving this stuff that's going on you know on the ig man yeah he's he's amazing he's amazing he won't let you know but he's amazing. Um, so anyway, kind of back to uh, what we were talking about with your 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 tweet and your Twitter poll, um, yeah. the utility and bad bears. You know, can you give us a glimpse of what the utility is now with your NFT, where it's headed, and do you see, you know, a long-term future? Like, do you have a roadmap even beyond uh, our comprehension as like a consumer? In a sense, yeah. like, do you have stuff even planned like the next, you know, five years or a few years down the line? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I, I did a little bit of white paper reading, but not a lot. I was, it was pretty general stuff. Uh, but I, I did uh, take a glimpse into some metaverse things and concepts. So, uh, yeah, if you just want to start from utility now, where you want to go with it, you know, if you're able to give us a glimpse with that. Yeah. So the. The utility of, of bad bears right now, as it stands, is we have this uh, this Web 2.5 economy that we're building, and that's based off of an, an off-chain token called Honey, spelled H-U-N-N-Y, like Winnie the Pooh spelled it. Um, and so Honey is, is created by bees, you know, so bees make honey, you know, so we have a collection called the bee friends, each, each bee creates two honey per day. So if you hold a bee, then you get two honey per day. If you have 10 bees, that's 20 per day. By the end of the month, we're going to be um, launching the ability for you to pair your bee with your bad cub, which will allow you to multiply the amount of honey that you make. Okay. And so what is the utility of honey? The first utility of honey is is weekly prize drawings that we do. So every Friday, we give out uh, between eight and 12 different prizes and you bid on these prizes with honey, okay? 
So you put in a hundred honey here, a thousand honey there, you know, two honey here, and we do the drawing live and people win, you know, all kinds of NFTs. You know, at the end of this month, we're raffling off in other side land. Uh, we have a cyber Kong in there. We've raffled off, uh, you know, Kaiju Kings. What's that? Kaiju Kings. Exactly. Kaiju. Some real blue chips. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Some really solid blue chips in there. Um, and so that's the first utility of honey. And we kind of started to see that people loved honey a lot. And so we plugged it into our discord. So the discord is honestly, that's, that's my favorite place in web three to be, you know, a lot of people complain that discord sucks, you know, it's boring, it's dead, all this stuff. But the problem is, well, actually the truth is, is it actually is dead for a lot of projects. You know, discord itself isn't the best user experience. Isn't the best user experience. Like you guys probably can remember the first time you know, that you logged into Discord, right? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I agree it's, with you, Tony. It's weird. Like you log in, like you have to find the server. There's like a little welcome thing. You know, you know, now you're into to 20 different channels. And it's like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. And then you leave. And then you start to get notifications from people chatting about stuff you don't care about. And so you turn off notifications or you just leave the server entirely. Right. Yeah. So the default kind of user experience of you know, Discord is kind of shit. And they're working on, you know, you know, and they're working on a lot of really, really good stuff. Like they're going to be releasing a, uh, a, like a homepage for the servers where it just gives you a digest of all of the top, you know, kind of messages that have happened recently. Uh, they've been working, you know, you know, like a ton uh, with that. So I personally, I'm a really, really firm believer that. Discord is where NFT communities live. It's yeah. the only place that NFT communities can live. It's not on Twitter. You know, Twitter nope. is great for marketing and it's great to, you know, to meet new people and that kind of thing. But like when you want to go into the safety of your cave, you go to Discord, you know, as long as it feels like a, like a good place to be. And so we integrated Honey into Discord and allowed people to, to, uh, to tip each other, you know, in Honey. You know, so Cooper, you go in there, say hi. You know, I bet you once you go in there, you know, drop this video, people are going to be tipping you honey. You know, like you're probably, I don't know, like you'll probably make like 500 honey in the course of an hour from people thanking you for your hard work here. You know, I know the Nono's received a lot of tips you know, and also given a lot of tips himself. You know, people like this currency. And so, um, you know, so at that point, there's two utilities. There's the prizes. And then there's the actual like social currency aspect. The third utility that that we're developing is is ways to enjoy that honey for yourself. Uh, so we launched a casino game blackjack in the Discord that you can bet your honey and play with the dealer. Um, this this coming week we're going to be releasing more multiplayer casino games like dice that you can play with other people right there on the discord channel and chat and bet and win and lose and you know all this stuff Are look, you a his look at his face <laughs> You're a gambler? wow uh so <laughs> gambling uh so <laughs> you know i i've had bad experiences in blackjack i do love cards uh poker like I I'd ever, I've never really gambled in a casino because I've had some unfortunate luck, but uh, I used to really dabble into online poker. That was kind of a thing that I did kind of like when I first got out of college uh, and just was kind of playing around. Um, 
you know, I think sports betting um, is is a huge, huge, tremendous opportunity, I think, to, to gel with Web3 uh, because sports betting, oh my God, it, it's addicting. Um, like it really is. And, and, and I think people can actually, man, like people can make good money on A, content on social media about like their money lines and all their picks and stuff. And two, people have finessed tens, and I'm saying, I'm not kidding you, tens of thousands of dollars on $100 bets because they do those parlays and they do those legs where they're like, yeah, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire is going to have two touchdowns. Mike Evans is going to have two touchdowns in the Chiefs-Bucks game. And it happened. And this guy bet 100 bucks, and he literally made 20 grand. And it's just like, I think that's the addicting piece of sports gambling right now is like you can finesse like hundred dollar bets and leverage them to make tens of thousands of dollars. And it's, and it's insane. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on this tangent, but, uh, so I do love gambling though. That's good though. On, on that note also, here's, here's another tangent related to why web three needs to integrate sports betting. Um, um, I know a lot of people that do, um, and it's basically options trading or, micro cap nft trading you know it's just another it's just another way to do it and so um i actually my my irl job my real life job i am a personal trainer at a very like private uh, exclusive country club um and so the pedigree of people that i work with is uh very very cool very um very up there um and so i have the pleasure of getting to work with some or at least be around and have conversations with um some really really famous like college um, and professional coaches. And I learned this, um, from one of them a few weeks ago. The first thing, the first thing they do, um, is check the spread. So when they finish a game on a Sunday, right? Coop the whole, whole day being a football day, right? When they finish the game, first thing the coaches do, they don't go talk to their shareholders. They don't talk to you know, this or that. They don't go talk to their team. I mean, they do in the locker room or whatever. Uh, they go check the spread. They say, Hey, did we cover the spread? Like, do we keep these people happy? Cause if we destroyed the spread, we lost a bunch of people that I personally know, like tons of money sort of thing. So it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a bigger deal than it's made out to be for sure. Can I'd, actually, I'd actually be very curious to learn a bit more about sports betting. So if you guys are familiar with that, let's start a separate conversation and see mm-hmm. if it's something we can actually build into, in, into the honey bot because you know, like you mentioned, baby. Exactly. Like you mentioned poker, we're going to be releasing poker within the discord itself, which is a huge people love a discord poker but there's a big problem right now that you have to go register on a separate app and play on a separate app and all this stuff right if you can build it within discord it's, um, itself people can play you know like on their desktop you know on mobile you know instantly you know at all times and all this stuff so uh, so when it comes with the sports betting uh i think it would be really cool to uh, to build that into here yeah Absolutely. And then, and then Tony on that, can you, cause I've heard this spiel from you. Can you give Cooper the discord spiel? And, and cause you've talked about things you've built into the discord and we know that bad bears are kings of interoperability. Give him your discord thesis um, as much as you can. If you know what I'm talking about, like get people to come and stay sort of thing and why that's important and why that's under overlooked in, in web three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pull up my, uh, my Figma chart here. Cooper, this is this is pretty cool. Yeah, right so on. 
so there are a couple of of assumptions okay uh when it comes to to um the thesis here so number one in web3 people hate links people don't trust links right if you're in a discord and somebody posts a link first thing you do is you look at what like the original domain is is it twitter is it OpenSea? is it some weird you know link you know and like you're just naturally skeptical like you're looking at the top level domain is it you know com dot io dot whatever um you know essentially do i trust this link or do i trust this person enough to click on this right uh, so it's a given that people hate links because of the amount of of scams and hacks you know that are going around yeah and also people you know this is kind of a web 2 concept as well people don't want to leave the platform that they're on if you're on instagram and actually you know, if you're advertising on Facebook, you know, and on Instagram, you get slightly penalized for taking people off of the platform. You know, it's more expensive because people don't want to leave their platform. They don't want to leave Instagram. They don't want to leave Facebook. They don't want to leave Twitter or Discord. They feel comfortable mm-hmm. there. So that's kind of the first assumption is people don't want to leave the platform that they're on and they don't want to be clicking on links. Second is Discord is where NFT communities live. Right. Like if you look at, at pretty much any NFT project, they have a discord link as a place where the community lives. It's it's not Telegram. It's not. I don't know. It's not Instagram. It's not Facebook. It's not some other platform. Yeah. And um, and the third assumption is, is that NFT projects, they actually really struggle with community engagement and with marketing. And so and so thinking about this, you know, if. If you can make Discord a a fun place to be, people will stick around. People will stick around. They'll pay attention. Uh, you know, they'll be there. You know, they'll build webs. You know, and friendships and all of that stuff. And so, and so that's kind of where where we're going with with Honey is is making everything on on Discord itself, and you know, we're really shooting to be an example. Of, of how an NFT project, you know, should be running their Discord, you know, and it is, you know, it is a hugely untapped tool, you know, Discord itself, like you're seeing, you know, a lot of Web2 brands um, expand onto Discord um, itself as their primary customer service platform. And so it really is, you know, a sleeping giant, you know, Discord is not a public company, uh, yet they've been offered a lot of money to be acquired you know, by Microsoft and others. Right. Um, and, you know, they've, you know, they've been saying no because they really understand you know, the value of what they have. Haven't, haven't they been, uh, sorry to uh, cut you off. Haven't they been flirting with going public? At least, at least from what yeah. I've remembered, because I've, I've actually, <laughs> uh, my old, I'm transitioning to a new position within the company I work for right now from a nine to five perspective. Um, but I was, calling on companies in Northern California as an SDR. And uh, I wanted to delve into Discord and I did a lot of research and they're looking at going public, I believe, in the next six to 12 months. Now, I don't know if that changed because recently, obviously, with the economy, I don't know if going public is the greatest idea. But, you know, obviously, I'm not I'm not a financial wizard in that in that sense or that regard. Um so yeah, I, I'm not. I, I thought they might have been flirting with going public, but I wasn't sure if maybe you had yeah. any idea on that. I've, yeah, I've seen articles about that as well. So, 
yes, I do believe that eventually they will go public and it will be a big deal. You know, I do like really, really think that Discord is, is a, you know, just has you know, a lot of massive un, you know, untapped potential. Yeah. Um, so just for any, li- the listeners that are interested in, in this project, purchasing NFT and, and those things. Um, so if you per- like to get in the discord group, do you have to purchase the NFT itself? Mm-hmm. You can just join that. Correct. Okay. No, there are definitely, definitely perks to, um, to, um, actually owning the bear because there's a general yeah. chat. There's a holders chat. Holders obviously you have to have some one of the NFTs. Um, and then the um, inner circle is the big privilege, right? So inner circle is six or more bad bears. Tony, sorry for stealing your thunder here. Um, this is from a, this is from a user standpoint because I, I am just in the project, you know, I didn't create it, but I, I use it. And I like it. So mm-hmm. the big, the big gig is getting to six bears, right? The bee friends are great. They make you honey. They do other things. The uh, cubs are great. They upgrade what you already have. They're a sick V2 that gives value back to the V1. Um, but six bad bears is what you get. Um, and then you're in the inner circle. And then there's the inner voice chat. And there's the alpha chat. And there's all these other features, um, like knowing updates before they happen and that kind of stuff. Just, just really important stuff that is more integral to the company um, that kind of is like, hey, Obviously, you're serious about this company because you have a, you know, sizable investment comparatively um, to just a general holder or just somebody that's hanging out in the general chat. Um, and so that's a big deal. But yes, you can just jump in and kind of see what the community's like. Um, like he's saying, if and when you jump in the Bad Bears Discord, you probably get tipped a bunch when they pe- when people realize that you're the person that put on this podcast and gave more exposure to Bad Bears. They'll be like, oh, give him money, give him money. Um, but yeah. That's my spiel on that. Yeah, and if anybody's listening to this, and you know, you know, is curious, hop in, say that Cooper sent you, and uh, you know, I'll make sure to let the team know that if anybody says you know that particular thing to send to send you some money, so you can start playing with it. You know, play with tipping. You know, probably by the time that this gets released, um, we're gonna have a lot more like ways to enjoy the honey itself, like with the dice game I was telling you about, a multiplayer yeah. blackjack. And multiplayer poker is coming as well. Um, you know, that's not even mentioning the prizes that we do every week. And that's not yeah. even mentioning the entire metaverse integration uh, that we're, you know, right in the middle of building. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely that Discord. Uh, I, I definitely will make sure I drop drop this in the Discord. Uh, would appreciate any of the tips. Um, and, and definitely am excited to delve more into Bad Bears. Uh, so I guess like since uh, my niche listener group is somewhat like I'm sure there's crypto investors and uh, creators and those things, but my niche group is people that are new to NFTs, crypto, all the concepts, because mm-hmm. uh, my my purpose is to help creators like that's where my business is building off of is is giving a path to creators and how to bridge NFTs and in real life together in terms of utility, uh, something tangible or creating a private community. Those two things are my my strongest desires in helping these people. So my question to you, Tony, specifically for those trying to get into creating NFTs as a whole, what do you recommend in terms of educating themselves and like finding resources and also like 
delving deep into how they want to create like NFTs, like, you know, where do they start and how do they just get the right education they need from the get go? Because yeah. there's so much out there, but there's so much crap out there that people just a want to scam other people or B, they just don't give useful information unless like you, you know, they pay like an upsell or an upcharge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just a quick thing about, about how bad bears relates to this is, We've always, you know, ever since the beginning, you know, even before Bad Bears was a thing, our goal has always been to be a bridge between Web 2 and Web 3, always. And that's where, that's kind of where we're at right now is, is that if you were to jump into the Bad Bears Discord, you don't need to have an NFT, like you don't need to have you know, even a MetaMask or, you know, or a Web 3 wallet or know anything about crypto to jump in and start exploring. So if you were to join the Bad Bears Discord, you've got access to the general channels, all this stuff. People are very, very helpful there. Um, and the whole idea is to expose people to this Web 2.5 currency called Honey that they enjoy you know, and they love to, you know, to play with it, to spend it, all this stuff. And at some point, it gives them enough incentive and motivation to take the leap into web three and set up a MetaMask wallet and you know, maybe purchase a bee you know, or a cub or a bear and get access to the additional benefits of, you know, of the ecosystem. And, and from there, that's where they venture off into the rest of the world. And whether it's bad bears, you know, you know, or another project, the most important thing is to, is to find a community that you love and you trust. That's number one, um, and you know, make some friends there because you know Web three still is is a very young industry, and there's a lot of scams, there's a lot of hacks. You know, it can be very, very expensive, you know, and dangerous to to try and explore it yourself. So I would, you know, I would definitely say to find a community that you love, you know, that you vibe with, and uh, you know, take it from there. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, from a hacker standpoint, um, how have you handled that realm in terms of like, uh, cybersecurity and, and safety as a, as like an NFT project, you know, starter and producer, you know, have you made investments in that function and capability? Like, have you, um, invested, I guess, like in resources, whether it's like a software that, uh, is a is like a security software or um, like a like a consulting group or or, or whatever. Um, how how is the, how have you navigated the security component? Because that's kind of a big question right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know I think the biggest like thing I would like to say there is is you know I feel like you don't really like you're not really exposed to web three until you, you have been hurt somehow by a scam or a hack, you know, every single one of us has, you know, whether it's, you know, it's a phishing scam, you know, on another website or, um, or the token gets hacked or the staking contract gets hacked. You know, we've been you know on the you know, unfortunate end you know, of this before uh, with our token and, and it sucked. 
And it was, it was unfortunately, it was a previous developer that, uh, you know, that had created a bit of a loophole, um, you know, to be able to do this. And so it's a big part of the reason why we temporarily moved off chain uh, with honey, you know, it's, it's an off chain token, um, because we don't have to be worrying about the security concerns of being, you know, you know, on web three. And, um, and it's been really, you know, it's been really like kind of a blessing because, because you can move so much quicker, you know, if you're developing just with web two. And so it's been, uh, it's definitely been a challenge, you know, navigating the security aspect, you know, after, after the hack, you know, but you know, once we go back on chain, which will probably very likely happen next year sometime, there's gonna be plenty of, you know, audits and, you know, and security features that we're gonna implement. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I was just curious because um, I think that's the biggest pushback right now from a governance standpoint and um, a mass adoption standpoint. Uh, I think people sure. are skeptical Absolutely. because of the security issues yeah, with exactly. uh, crypto. Yeah. And I think that really speaks to just the maturity of the market. You know, mm -hmm. it's like even, uh, you know, like when the internet started to come around, exact same thing, exact same thing was going on. People uh, were getting hacked and scammed left and right all over the place, all over the internet. Um, and, uh, you know, even offline too with, I don't know, with the Trojan horse being downloaded onto your computer, you know, and all this stuff, these people will always be around. And as a, you know, as a market matures, that becomes less and less of a problem. But, you know, when it comes to digital, um, like you always have to be careful. You always have to be careful. Uh, real quick, uh, Tony, also, I don't know if you can or not, could you speak to specifically Bad Bear's emphasis on devs, quality devs and the number of devs? Because to my understanding, I mean, besides you kind of being like, you're, you're a dev as well, right? Um, to my understanding, there's a lot of, a lot of funding going towards devs as a whole. Um, so I don't, I, I, I don't know that the details, except that there was, I was just told there's like a lot, a lot of people on that side of the team. Um, and so that was one of the biggest things that gave me confidence was, Hey, like we really are focused on building like that quality project. Once again, um, there can be other projects where I want to say, you know, they might have one dev and this person just kind of finished a certification and whatever it is. Um, but they're not rock solid and it's not multiple people like going ham, um, to, to my knowledge, um, the inner workings of, of bad bears is, is something else. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we have six, I think maybe, I think maybe seven developers that are working with us right now. Um, and this weekend uh, we're interviewing two more specifically on the, on the discord bot end of it. Mm -hmm. See, that's, so, that's seven to nine times more than a lot of the projects will have. A lot of the projects, if one thing go like if one thing goes wrong with the one dev they're working with or said dev pitches a fit, um, crap can hit, their, hit the fan really, really fast. And so having quite literally a decentralized set of devs, um, and that's, and that's a lot, that's a lot of funding to employ seven to nine devs. Like that's, that's a lot of stuff focusing on building a quality project, uh, I keep mixing those up. 
product, building a quality product specifically with this one. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I like to see, you know, that's, that's where stuff is going. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we definitely invest a lot into, you know, into our tech, you know, and I think we do a really, really good job there with managing the team, you know, making sure everybody's on the same page. You know, I'm talking every single day to my devs, you know, making sure everybody's, um, you know, kind of doing the right stuff, you know, checking work, you know, brainstorming and you know, talking about ideas back and forth. I was just talking today with, with my, with my bot lead about, um, about implementing a better experience for users that aren't active in the discord, right. Um, you know, to reduce the user churn and, you know, I'm essentially that involves if they're inactive for a period of time, whether it's, uh, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours, they're temporarily stripped of all of their roles and put in into a holding area that once they jump back into bad bears, you know, like into the discord server, they just press the button and everything's reinstated. This way they don't get notifications from the chat channels, from the announcements and all of this stuff, which, uh, which will definitely, you know, kind of reduce the churn, um, you know, people leaving the server because you know, of too many you know, notifications. And so, um, I, I love working with devs. You know, I love just, I don't know, just building weird, cool, interesting, new stuff. And I think that's where we really excel in. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one interesting piece of NFTs that I really like is this, and maybe I just haven't noticed it till like, I think it was like a couple months ago, maybe just interacting with like different projects that I've put time into in terms of like, you know, the, the mint process, getting free mints. Um, collaboration. Collaboration has been pretty popular from what I've seen on Twitter in terms of like NFT projects promoting each other and doing like kind of like a free mint thing or, you know, if you sign up for, you know, the discord and you do all these like kind of tasks, you know, and registrations, uh, you get a, like a whitelist, you know, and, and so have what collaborations uh, have you done in terms of like what do you, uh collaborations that you've had a lot of fun with in terms of because i'm guessing like when you do collaborations with other nft projects um it's obviously founders and the and these people like interact with each other so like i'm just kind of curious you know tony how how tight is this nft founder community and how pivotal are these like collaboration um kind of uh promotional like events because we're moving into 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 interoperability between projects and other collections, collaborations are a really important part of, of our strategy. So the ways that we do that are, are a couple, you know, number one, you know, every week, the prize giveaways that we do, you know, we have relationships with every single one of, of those projects. Okay. That's number one. Number two, we have at least one Twitter spaces a week that we're, interviewing a project or a founder, you know, from another collection. Okay. So, um, and I'm sure there's, there's a lot of other ways that we can uh, be building friendships, you know, and bridges with these other collections. The be friends mint specifically back in May, we had probably, I think 30 to 40 different projects that we had whitelisted their holders for being able to mint, um, a friend or two. And so, you know, I think that, you know, I always feel like 
like we're not doing enough. I always feel like this is like one of my flaws. I always feel like I'm not doing enough. We're not doing enough. There's always, you know, always more that we could be doing. Right. <laughs> um, and, but it is important to, to, to take a step back and, you know, kind of acknowledge that, okay, actually, you know, I think we're really doing all the right stuff. You know, we're doing all the right stuff, you know, could it be, you know, better? Absolutely. Uh, but I think, you know, compared to the projects that are just completely siloed and they don't have any relationships, you know, we're absolutely doing you know an amazing job there. Anything you want to add to there, Nono, uh, in terms of collaboration, partner? I don't know if, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. you're more social media piece. I don't know if you've interacted with these other, you know, projects and, and whatnot, but what, like, what's your in terms of maybe coordination with these other projects and like your promotion of them and then their promotion of yours, like how much, um, I guess how much meeting of the minds takes place with that? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So, um, I'm not directly in charge of it, but I do have a pretty good, um, like fuel for how it goes. Um, like you said, um, bad bears will always interview, you know, at least one other project or one other founder every week. Um, which is really cool because they'll have like some dope art of, you know, whichever bear is taking care of it, plus um, the, you know, PFP of whatever sloth or um, whatever killer bear is also sitting there talking in front of like microphones. That's, it's all, all done up. Um, the whole bad bears, you know, community shows up and it's just kind of like a very organic uh, cross pollination is the, the term we like to coin for that of the two projects. Um, and so it's fun because, uh, we can get there, actually get to know the people. Um, and sometimes, you know, it'll just be because our head of communications has had a good conversation with, you know, them. And so then one of those people will come and try to sneak into our general chat um, and they'll just kind of see how things are before we kind of know who they are. They'll just be like some random, you know, random name and kind of get a, a real sense for how our community actually is instead of like a facade, like painted city type of thing. Um, so I think that's really great. Um, also, Bad Bears has, I'm not, I would, I would say more spaces than most any other project on Twitter because um, Monday through Friday, there's always like a, it's generally a lunchtime unless it's, unless there's an interview later that day, there's always a Bad Bears space, you know, five days a week. Um, And so we are trying to put a huge emphasis on communicate, 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 whether it's, Hey, I don't get in discord. I don't get on Twitter, but I'll check the Instagram because I like Instagram or, Hey, um, I have no interest in Instagram or any of the other things, but I will jump on Twitter. Oh, I can talk to the head of communications and, you know, five, six members um, that are also helping with things and have a good handle on everything. So um, I think Bad Bears has set a um, precedent for communication um, that is not founded in a lot of other places. Um, another great thing that I love to see is, um, once again, the, the community is such a big part of, of this um, whether it's talking to another founder, talking to another project, or just talking to um, somebody that comes in, they might have minted on you know day one, and they don't—they're not super in touch with what we're doing. Um, the community is really good at conveying to that person what we're doing. So let's say somebody finally gets in the Twitter space, they haven't talked, you know, with they haven't been in the Discord, they haven't been on the Instagram, they're finally getting back in the swing of things. They want to say, hey, what's going on? Uh, there's going to be you know seven, eight, nine people that know exactly what's going on because they're so personally entrenched, they can communicate everything to that person and fill any gaps in communication that there has been, whether it's been, you know, our fault or their fault. And we like to keep it um, 
the ball on their side of the court. Um, we like to be so over communicative that it's, you know, it's frustrating. Right. Um, and once again, I'll, I'll say this, I, I say this a lot about bad bears. Um, they really spoil you with announcements. Um, same thing with a couple of the projects I talk about a lot, boss beauties or Aletheia AI. Um, if there's a red one or a red two and, you know, heaven forbid a red three, if I'm really getting out of touch in the announcements tab, it's a really big deal. Um, and it's not going to be like, Hey guys, public announcement. Um, I just dropped a deuce. Just wanted to let y'all know, you know, it's going to be like, Hey, we're bringing this new interoperability. Hey, we're allowing this in the discord. Hey, we're allowing, you know, blackjack in the discord or poker. Um, yeah. Between the, the between the constant updates from Sports the team. Betting. Sports betting. That's right. Exactly. Between the constant updates and then just the natural collabs that happen, whether it's head of communications or, you know, people that have certain connections with other projects. A lot of a lot of the bears are very heavily, um, uh, not heavily integrated with, but heavily vested in other projects as well. So whether it's Quirklings or, you know, whatever it is, generally those people handle those collaborations. And so they get a true sense of, hey, this is the bad bears. Hey, this is this. We'll give people honey. They'll give one of our people, you know, one of their NFTs, do like a giveaway and have contests and stuff. I, I like the way we do it. I think it's great. Um, once again, big fan. Once again, just yet another reason why I'm as personally vested as I am in the community of bad bears. So sorry for the I think one of the coolest things, you know, that we've done since the beginning is, is we really are long-term focused you know we really are focused on you know building strong relationships not just with other projects but with community members as well right like web3 is is such a dangerous place to be sometimes that to have a place you can come back to that's a you know that's a safe place you know people are nice they like you you know you've got a bit of a rapport with people i think is is nice you know people like that and um you know i do believe that you know, as we build these bridges and these relationships at some point in the future, it's going to hit a tipping point and it'll, it'll, you know, just take it to the next level of, Oh, okay. Everybody knows what bad bears is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just wanted to pick your brain on, on collaboration. Cause I, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of partnerships and collaboration in general. Uh, I, I really, and that's what I love about crypto and, and Web3 as a whole is there's so many opportunities to collaborate with just people um, as their own business, in a sense, and, and creators being able to um, collaborate with their weak, like they can collaborate with people that they balance out their weaknesses. So, you know, you have, um, I think Pharrell Williams is a huge, huge example of why collaboration is important because the doodles are successful but putting pharrell williams as their uh, creative director gives them even more possibilities to grow outside of just the art and the token now they can go into music and 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 make a whole platform dedicated to musicians where they want to produce and publish their content without having to you know write their uh, soul away to uh, a record label uh, because I'm big in uh, energetics and, and somewhat woo woo over here. And uh, I know, I kind of know the inner workings of, of those entertainment industry labels. And uh, it's, 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 it's pretty dark actually, if you go into the weeds and that's why I love 
crypto NFTs and the decentralization aspect because the person is the business now. Like they are the entity of themselves. And that's what I that's what I love. It, it, it gives a lot of uh, sovereignty to people. Um, so that's why I love collaboration because collaboration can build on, you can improve on your weaknesses because you can balance them out and you can give, you know, your counterpart, your strengths, uh, and, and, and help them out in a sense. So it's just a win-win beneficial relationship for everyone. Um, and I guess, you know, fro so my last, I guess, more question, the metaverse, everyone's got opinions everyone's got thoughts uh people have worries about the metaverse tony what are your thoughts on the metaverse and where is bad bears gonna fit into that yeah i love talking about the metaverse because it's 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 still it's one of these fringe things that nobody knows what it's gonna be yeah you know like it's It's gonna be either like people are like sorry didn't mean to cut you off but people are like thinking ready player one dystopian like type of stuff and 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 i can see where the worry comes but i mean some metaverse technologies like some vr capabilities with like businesses could be beneficial like if you think of a warehouse having vr capabilities or ar capabilities being able to see inventory live without actually having to be at the warehouse i think that that's that's a huge metaverse win or like a vr component win yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily just like ready player one, like you put on the goggles uh, from a dystopian like society. That's I don't think it's as bad as like what people think will come. And I just that's didn't mean to cut you off, but kind of wanted your opinion on, on where uh, you think it, it, it's going to go. Yeah, no. So. <sighs> the word metaverse itself is is still so, I mean, it, it's, it's vague, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't, I don't think people really understand that, that the metaverse, it, it exists right now. There are multiple metaverses that exist. The metaverse is a shared space, you know, in my opinion, in the most kind of, um, in the most uh, kind of like distilled form, a metaverse is a is a shared digital space that can be Instagram, that can be Twitter, that that can be your Discord server, okay? Um, that can be World of Warcraft, that can be um, you know any you know MMORPG that you play online. That's a metaverse in itself. Um, I think I think the evolution of where it's going is is a place that people can come hang out in and rest. And kind of keep the benefits that they receive in you know, like in that metaverse to themselves, but also bring it in into another metaverse. That's a that's kind of a you know kind of a, a weird way to say it, but I think that the metaverse isn't necessarily 3D or or VR goggles or or even a game. I think that the metaverse is is just a place that you go to hang out in that you get some kind of benefit that you can bring in into another metaverse. It's almost kind of like interoperability between um, between digital spaces. Okay, and so parts of this you know exist out there. I don't think there's going to be one Ready Player One kind of 
you know, kind of metaverse that exists that everybody will use, there's going to be multiple, uh, you know, that's capitalism, you know, there's, uh, there's competition, you know, there's the other side, uh, there's meta, um, uh, there's, you know, Decentraland, you know, there's a lot of these different metaverses that exist already. Um, and, and they're going to continue to exist and compete. You know, this isn't a, you know, socialist, you know, kind of economy where there's only one, you know, there's only one kind of, um, thing that you have to adhere to. I think there's going to be a lot of competition between, between centralized and decentralized metaverses, um, like meta by, uh, by Facebook is, is going to be a centralized metaverse, but it's going to have decentralized components. You're going to be able to integrate your NFTs in there, you know, spend some of your crypto in there, you know, that kind of thing. So I think ultimately people don't really know what the metaverse is, is going to look like in the future. It's still, you know, very much fringe tech. And I do believe that a lot of the tech that will support uh, metaverses really hasn't even been built yet. Uh, the ways that the metaverse is expressing itself nowadays is uh, through things like uh, like Discord servers. It's your own private little world that people love to hang out in. They have value you know, that they build in there. Um, with bad bears, the metaverse that we're focusing on is particularly with Minecraft. So Minecraft has over over 100 million monthly active users. You know, that's that's a lot of people that play Minecraft, right? Um, they don't allow integration of, of crypto or NFTs, which is a big part of the reason why we went off chain with Honey. And so the this this metaverse that we're building is, is first of all, it's starting within the discord and that it involves the honey that the bees make, you know, you could play with that, you know, in the discord, probably within two or three months, we're going to open up the beta for uh, Beartopia, which is the Minecraft metaverse. And people will be able to use that same honey in their discord in game. You know, they can make honey in game you know, transfer that over to Discord. There's going to be a Twitter integration with Honey as well. So you can tip other people on Twitter. You can, um, I will have features uh, like I'm engaging to earn, you know, so Bad Bears uh, posts a tweet. And if you like it within an hour, it'll give you uh, one Honey. If you retweet, you know, it's another Honey, et cetera, et cetera. So the honey ecosystem is going to be this kind of interoperable currency that you can use across different platforms. I think that's going to be really interesting, really exciting because that's, you know, that hasn't really been done before. Right on. Um, that was a excellent answer. Uh, I, I don't think I could have said that better myself. I think that was very, uh, just well thought out and I think gives really, really uh, good perspective on, you know, we, we sometimes get a little dramatic when it comes to progression. Um, but I definitely like your, your point on metaverse isn't just going to be a, a socialist type of look. It's going to look, yeah, it's still going to have a capitalistic viewpoint where it's going to be a free market in terms of there's going to be multiple metaverses. Um, but as long as that, yeah, being inoperable, I think is going to be a, a crucial point. Um, man, what a time we uh, we delved into so much, and, and 
I'm I'm so thankful for your your time, Tony, and and you as well. No, no, uh, I I feel like it, this was so productive and so helpful. So I guess like for closing out, you know, for the listeners that are curious about bad bears, you know, where where do you recommend they start, and how can they get into bad bears as quick as possible and get their hands kind of in the weeds of things? Yeah. I definitely say uh, the best place to start is just to hop on the website, badbears.io. Uh, you can learn about the three different collections we have. If you like really want to dive into the product that we have, uh, uh, jump into the Discord. Uh, the link is on the website itself. Just jump in, say hi, you know, say that you came from Cooper's podcast um, and, you know, and you just want to learn more. You know, there's always going to be someone in there that you know, wants to be super, super helpful um, you know, keep in mind that, uh, that I don't know, it's, it's so interesting, the state of, of crypto and NFTs right now, it is a bear market, you know, it is absolutely a bear market right now. And, um, personally, I love it a lot because it's, you know, it's a lot you know, easier to build, you know, it's easier to focus. There's a lot less distractions and noise and all this stuff. So I do really think that if you are really curious about web three and crypto, I don't think there's a better time to really start learning about it than now. Um, you know, so whether it's bad bears or something else, whatever, just find a community. I don't know, say hi, spend some time, make some friends. You know, people will always point you in the right direction there. Right on. You got anything? No, no. Um, I would say if you're already a consumer of all this web three content, um, whether this is a, Hey, this are kind of all new concepts for me that you know Cooper's talking about. Or if you're like, oh, I I consume this stuff all the time. If you consume this stuff all the time, I'd say start creating some stuff too. You don't have to go make your own NFT project. Um, just you know, keep you know, I don't know, build a build a social platform around it. Um, keep your followers informed, all that stuff. Consider getting you know a side job in Web three, whether it's big paying one or it's just a fun passion project. I find for me that um, the more I work in you know, crypto and web three and NFTs, the more refreshing my um, personal training job is as well. Um, and so I get a nice dichotomy of exercise physiology, biomechanics, and then I get a nice, you know, uh, dosage of web three and E this and E that. And it's, I don't know, it keeps me, keeps me fresh on both accounts. Um, highly recommend it. Um, there's tons of jobs out there. This is a, this is a big space that's grown. So well said. Well said. Cooper, thank you so much for you know for having me on, having Nona on, and you know kind of asking about the project, you know going on here. I would I would definitely want to do this again, probably a month or two from now, because there's there's going to be a lot that's that's going to be changing um, and updating between now and then. But uh, you know I think this was a good kind of touch on what Bad Bears is, you know kind of who we are, and um, shit. I actually kind of want to. I don't know, ask ask more about you and you know what you got Your going business, on. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on Twitter? Are you active on Twitter, Cooper? Uh I'm somewhat active. Uh I'm Crypto Coop. Um my Twitter name kind of sucks. I kind of need to change it, but it's Crypto Coop on Twitter, uh, where it's it's a little confusing and I say it sucks because it's um so the crypto, the the O for crypto is a zero. So then it's crypt zero coop is my username on Twitter. So that's kind of a little confusing. I couldn't get crypto coop if, um, because it was taken. Mm -hmm. I have to switch that to crypto coop official, but that's where I'm at now. 
I don't interact with it. Like I do a lot of retweets and a lot of tweets on just like people's projects. I don't really like, I, I need to promote myself better and promote myself more. What's up? Tony, Tony, definitely get involved with him on TikTok and on Instagram. That's where he goes hard. So follow his, yeah. TikTok, follow his Instagram. His Instagram is CryptoCoop um, official, I believe. Yeah. CryptoCoop official on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That's where that's that's where that's his his lane for right now. I'm pushing him more on Twitter. I'm saying get on Twitter, bro. And he's telling yeah. you to get on everywhere else. So we're pushing each other in that sense. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big TikTok person. Um, I, I, I love posts. I, I get a lot of traction on TikTok. That's why I go for the organic traffic. I mean, I don't have as many followers as I'd like to, but um, I, I just posted a video and I gained like 200 followers like that. So, you know. I'm pushing myself on the, on that end, but I definitely need to do more Twitter because I know that's where people well, I'm asking uh, live. Because, you know, it'd be nice to do a, you know, Twitter space, you know, sometime and just, just kind of shoot the shit, you know, just talk about, talk about whatever's going on. Yeah. Yeah. On, on that Cooper, definitely come in. Uh, definitely, definitely keep building out the Twitter because for me, for a lot of people, that was their last step of, Hey, this guy's legit. He has to have a, a solid Twitter too. I think in the web three yeah. space, that's huge. Um, and so I had a lot of people come look at me because of, you know, TikTok or whatever, sometimes not so much Instagram yet, but I you know just got traction on that recently. Um, but yeah, the having a like developed, you know, consistent Twitter really is the nail in the coffin for some people when they're looking at, you know, working with you or partnering with you or hiring you sort of thing. Um, and then if you haven't already, I, I don't, I haven't looked in your last couple of videos, um, if you don't already use snap tick or something to remove the watermark on Instagram, definitely do that. It does make a huge difference um, in how viral your videos can go. So make sure you are removing that watermark. Um, I'll give you links to that text. You after you. Show, so. Well, so I use cap cut. Perfect. So I, yeah, I should just use cap cut and then like not use the TikTok video for Instagram. Thank you for that. I, I will, uh, I will note that from now on. I got um, you. No, that sounds good. Yeah, no, definitely uh, in the next month or two. Yeah, we'd love to do another episode with you guys and 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 yeah, talk more and then do Twitter spaces more. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I uh, really just love talking to NFTs and, and use cases and starting businesses around uh, the crypto market. So I'm uh, I'm a huge fan. You have my number. So uh, you, you know where to reach me. Uh, you know where to find me. I, I cannot hide from you guys, even if I wanted to. So <laughs> you guys feel free to, to hit my line anytime. This, uh, this is a, this is a big moment for, this is a big moment for the show. So uh, I, I'm really appreciative of you guys and excited to continue this relationship moving forward. You bet. Thanks, Coop. And you better believe that the uh, the bad bears are going to show up in force to the Spotify streaming. So you bet it's going to be. You better believe it's going to be on a bunch of stories. You better believe it's going to be put everywhere. So welcome to the community informally. Let's yeah, go. I'm excited. Thank you guys for your time. Mm-hmm.